0: And this is The Sean Thompson Show.
2: I love Friday news dumps. Absolutely love it. First of all, it's a fantastic Friday. We're going to have fun exposing this syndicate, this mafia, this fraud led up by this feeble fascist. So it's Friday, four oh eight. That means that the moron is back in his chamber at Camp David, the Dracula chamber, where, he, where we pretend he's alive, shooting him up with Viagra, B12, and all kinds of concoctions to keep this idiot alive for five days a week. However, it turns out that he did it again. $39 billion in student debt relief for over 800,000 borrowers. This is what you almost have to admire about these Marxist scum. No matter how many times they get caught lying and cheating and stealing, it just they just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. And apparently they have the rule of law, not really, but they have those people who implement the rule of law on their side. Turns out the Secret Service closed cocaine gate without one interview. You got to love these Secret Service guys. I wonder if they are if they were as thorough as they were for the Kennedy investigation. I think they were. In the meantime, over $39 billion for specific students. Now, here's how this works. They get to pick whoever promises to vote Democrat, even for this keeper they pretend is president. If you swear allegiance to the Fuhrer, the feeble Fuhrer, you will have your debt service go go away. And at the same time they're doing this, they're morons. They're elected morons in Congress. They've got new bureaucracies. They want to get started.
3: Establishing a Department of Reconciliation, here's what this department would, would do. Here's what it would allow us to do. To have a Secretary of Reconciliation, just as we have a Secretary of Commerce, just as we have a Secretary of Education, just as we have a Secretary
2: of Labor. See, now that is Congressman Al Green, not the one that can carry a tune. This is just a communist who can carry on a fraud. But what I love about listening to these elected morons, it gives you real insight to just how stupid your fellow Americans really are. A Secretary. A Secretary. Whose
3: job it would be to wake up every morning with conciliation.
2: No, no, no. That's not what it is. Hey, stupid. You screwed up your own communist speech. I believe it's called reconciliation. Now, do you even know what that word means? I got 50. Says you're clueless. Reconciliation. There we go.
3: On his or her mind. All right. And that secretary would have
2: undersecretaries just as we have. Why don't we just, why is it his or her? He didn't get the notes. See, Al Green's old school. He believes there's his and her. Your party's got like 82. So why don't you say secretary it? Because I can't figure out which sex either one of you are anyway.
3: Undersecretaries in the Department of Labor Commerce.
2: He's got less facial hair than Maxine Waters, just as unattractive, and apparently went to the same school. Education,
3: secretaries that would have various aspects of reconciliation. To deal with. All right. And reconciliation would be broader than the enslaved people. Uh Uh-oh. Reconciliation would also... See, when all
2: else fails, just say slavery. No one will think about the Jews. Include others
3: with whom we have not reconciled. Uh Uh-oh. We need to reconcile. (laughs) We have not reconciled.
2: Reconcile? Listen here, you moron. Who's going to reconcile with me? You've been stealing 50% of my income so I could stay out of prison. And you're giving it away to all kinds of morons. Least of all, the idiots that don't want to pay for their tuition. Another atrocity will be brought to the Supreme Court. It'll be the same rule. But in the meantime, they've got other scams going on. They really, really do.
4: Imagine, for example, the house of worship that will now be able to have access to loan guarantees so they can install solar panels on the roof of their building to generate affordable, clean electricity for the entire neighborhood.
2: Well, we finally found a use for these tax dodgers. We could turn the churches into hubs of solar energy. That sounds about right.
4: I want to thank you for your leadership and your partnership in taking on one of the most urgent matters of our time, this climate crisis. Oh, boy. So every day, all across our nation... We feel and see the impact of the climate crisis. I mean, if you watch the morning news, it will be the lead story. It's been every day for the last couple of weeks. It is the lead story. I think we finally, at least in our progress, come to the point that most people can no longer deny it because it is so obvious.
2: See, why is it the lead story? You I know it's hard for you to think with your clothes on. Why is it the lead story? We have so many other atrocities. Like the 3,000 troops going to the meat grinder in the former Soviet Union.
5: Now, back to the European continent and this, uh, uh, this announcement by the Pentagon. I think it's important to keep this in context. We've already increased uh, by 20,000 the number of troops that we have on the European continent. And by and large, we've been able to keep that rotational presence
2: there. So you've got more than 80,000 troops there in Europe. Can you account for all of them? Have any of them been fighting under that new, uh, that new uh, American bagman? flag. You know, the one that looks like the transformer, very similar to World War Two Nazis. Have any of them been fighting under that uniform? Uh, and that's a lot. And what we're going to do with
5: these small number of 3000 reservists or National Guardsmen, these are people that are specialists in things
2: like administrative functions, logistics, supply. Oh, so they're going to order them around like Sergei, put the point of bazooka that way. Not at Poland anymore, you morons like that kind of stuff. All right.
5: Maybe medical, dental, those kinds of the, the kind of enabling functions that you need to be able to support and sustain a large troop presence for a long time. And what this is basically is a, a, a realization of the fact that we know, the president knows, that the security environment in Europe is changed, not has changed,
2: not... The president doesn't know if it's Tuesday or July. Lucky for you, he's got dementia. He can't remember what he said, I don't know, just like five months ago.
6: No one can join NATO while the war, a war is going on, where a NATO nation is being attacked, because that guarantees that we're in a war. So
2: now we're in a war? So then it's official, we're in a war, and these 3,000 troops, it'll be like early stages of Vietnam, or, you know, like Iraq, and all the other war atrocities that you've committed, so it'll be just like that, only this time it's worse, because and Putin's got nukes. We're in a third world war. Oh, okay.
6: So that is not about whether or not they should or shouldn't join. It's about when they can join.
2: Putin's already lost the war. Now you think that would be you think that would be in the news. But no, no, no. It's the weather. Weather's in the news. It's kind of no wonder why there's some other stuff that's not very friendly to the Democrat mafia in the news. But don't worry. The Pravda media has squashed this successfully, too.
7: Republicans say they've got smoking gun emails showing Hunter Biden and executives at the Ukraine energy firm that Hunter sat on the board of Burisma did talk about how to do counter messaging to shut down any investigations into Burisma and its founder, Mykola Zolkovsky, that this links to Joe Biden's pressuring to fire the top prosecutor of Ukraine who was investigating the founder of Burisma. What do you know about this? What do you think? Now,
2: you would think because you listen to this show, you're kind of up on the information. This is what we knew. Three and a half years ago, you know, when the FBI covered up the uh, the hard drive on the computer, the evidence of tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of prima facie little evidence tabloids and admissions of corruption everywhere, and the FBI's been sitting on it, then they lost it. So we know this, but this is from yesterday.
8: Well, look, I'm telling you right now, these emails... Are my- oh, I'm sorry, it's from today. Thank you for correcting me. My view are explosive. This is just more evidence to the fact of what we already know. That according to the FBI's confidential human source, this is the FBI source, not somebody who came to Congress. They went to the FBI. What we know is that the human source said that Joe Biden took $5 million, that Hunter Biden took $5 million, and this was done to put pressure on Ukraine to get rid of the prosecutor looking into Burisma. Now these emails support this, the information that's in FBI Form 1023, and they support the allegations from the confidential human source. So like I've been saying for quite some time, it's clear to me that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and Jim Biden, by the way, let's not leave out Jim Biden, they were involved in in a foreign influence peddling
2: public corruption scheme. Now, do you happen to know what company was the liaison it's interesting when you find out the companies
7: so congresswoman lauren Boebert said after the secret service briefing that drugs were found at the white house three times since last year talking cocaine and marijuana ah that's all right
8: uh, yes, this did come up in the briefing and so uh, one of the things and I want to be, be be very straight with you, Liz, is some of the stuff is sensitive information. You are talking about security protocols at the White House and so, you know, there's a lot here I'm not going to be able to tell you but we do know the instances um, from my conversations that happened today with Secret Service. It, it's, it is somewhat difficult for them to try to pinpoint uh, the actual source of, of this, this cocaine showing up in the White House.
7: So, So, were people outraged at the briefing? I mean, uh, were they angry? Were they furious and upset? I mean, this is the White House.
8: Oh, no, members were very upset about this. Um, And so I think what's also happening now is Secret Service and and the White House administration is actually going. uh, They were having a conversation right now about some revised protocols, because at the end of the
2: day, this cannot happen. And so I think it did happen and they got away with it. But I'm more interested in the email. So a
9: lobbying firm linked to Hunter Biden is now under federal investigation, according to a brand new report. That firm is called Blue Star Strategies. It is now facing
2: blue horseshoe loves Endicott steel. That was a crooked bagman organization, too. So is this
9: scrutiny over work that it did for one of its clients, a Ukrainian energy company you've probably heard of. It's called Burisma. We know that the president's son previously served on its board. So let's bring in Fox News media analyst Howie Kurtz. He's also the host of. But media. I was more
2: interested in the firm. I think the firm is something that kind of has slipped through the cracks.
9: So a lobbying firm linked to Hunter Biden is now under federal investigation. According to a brand new report, that firm is called Blue Star Strategies. Blue Star Strategies.
2: Blue Star Strategies. So when you investigate Blue Star Strategies, all kind of links back to a figure that's kind of been around since the Clinton cabal of corruption. And her name is Karen Triamontano. It's a shame, but I think she's Italian. Although, from her face, she could be an alien. She, too, is another Democrat that can sour milk by simply glancing at it. Let's listen to Karen.
10: Most basic. Uh, what does. Now, I found th- this,
2: by the way. is 11 years old. And she's being interviewed by a Venezuelan because this fir- firm is integral in El Salvador, it's integral in Venezuela and all the other Democrat hotspots of corruption. This is the liaison, the bagman for the corruption in our government. And what Karen's going to do, while confusing the poor foreign reporter by her looks, she's going to tell you exactly what lobbying is. I think it's crucially important. do
11: Well, what a lobby firm does is um, it typically has clients. Um, and in the private sector, I would say those clients tend to be Uh, regulated by the government or uh, want uh, a change in policy by the government, but there always has to be a government component. Um, And what we do for our clients is we help them to engage with the government to put forth policies and proposals that are either new or changes to existing policy.
2: Yeah, you're right. And, and- <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Did you hear the reporter? She is a bag man, and she has been around for quite a while, and nobody's ever heard her name. She operates in the shadows. However, she is the conduit between the Biden crime family and specifically the corruption in the recipient of not just our foreign money anymore, the hundreds of billions, but now the lives of our soldiers that will be lost in this former Soviet Union corrupt hellhole, It is now
9: facing scrutiny over work that it did for one of its clients, a Ukrainian energy company you've probably heard of. It's called Burisma. We know that the president's son previously served on its board. So let's bring in Fox News media analyst Howie Kurtz. He's also the host of Media Buzz. Howie... I guess the big picture question, because a lot of this stuff is complicated in the we, you know, this person's client and that person's client. Do you think the media is doing yeah. a fair job of breaking down those details so Americans understand what's going on and understand how this potentially impacts uh, President Biden?
0: Hunter Biden's sort of been off the media radar, but this story was broken by Politico. And what it makes clear to get beyond the weeds is that Hunter Biden's foreign deal making continues
2: to be a major headache. But this Karen Trapamontano, along with all of these lobbying firms, are the conduit of corruption. And yet they still remain anonymous and they still pretend to do something good.
11: I think I always wanted to make a difference. I wanted to uh, go into government to have a broader impact than, uh, than I could have ever had as a litigator. I had in the Clinton administration a really broad reach on public policy issues. Hopefully I can bring some of that
2: experience to state of play. Now, how many war scandals, how many Haitian money laundering schemes were the Clintons involved with? They don't really go away. They just take a vacation. 312-642-5600
0: make money, smoke cigars and live free. On the Sean Thompson show on AM 560. The answer.
12: Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time.
13: I ran this by my doctor. I always run it by her everything I take and I told her I've been taking this for a while is this, is this okay to take? She goes, "Oh, this is wonderful for you to take. Keep taking it." She goes, "I approve this. This is very good." So she said yes. She said, this is one thing you can take that's very good. I'm not going to stop taking Balance of Nature.
12: Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call one 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com. For a limited time this summer, get $25 off your first order as a preferred customer, plus a free fruits and veggies travel set with free shipping and our money-back guarantee. That's one 800 246 Go to balanceofnature.com or call one 800 246 and get this special offer by using discount code CHICAGO.
2: Democrats just want to win the next election, and they're trying to do it with ceaseless money printing. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon. It is critical to protect your retirement
10: right now with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit on gold IRAs by texting the word SHELTER to 989898.
2: There's nothing to buy and no obligation at all. Text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. Paid for by Birch
10: Gold Group.
0: AM 560, the answer.
2: What's the biggest threat, squirrel? Oh, come on. You know what it is. All of you I know came from outside on this very,
1: very hot day. Mother Earth is screaming because Mother
2: Earth is being choked by carbon emissions. She's also being blown up by some corrupt Democrats. She's getting her ass kicked by Joe Biden and the rest of the corrupt military industrial complex. And these 3,000 kids, don't worry, won't be long. You'll see them on T2T commercials because the government, after they get all chopped up, they abandon them. Mitchell displays.
13: Hey,
2: Sean, you know, I don't think the sloppy Joe Biden uh, student debt relief is ever going to have any
5: merit because he's going to overturn the Supreme Court. And by the way, the wording, if you watch very closely to the wording, these are people that had to spend 25 years in
14: what I call having a pattern to pay back these student loans, and it's never going to be. You know, how are they going? No,
2: to no, no. This leave? is what I. But I love this, especially on the same day. What he's saying is that the young people that want to go to college and never pay for it, those that are strapped with the arrogance of entitlement, you will have your life taken care of. But the kids who don't go to college, you're going to go to the meat grinder in Ukraine. You understand? This is the scam. Where the government gets to pick out who it likes. Now, this time it likes the most obvious deadbeats. Those people that sign for something, an agreement, and then want to break it. Those are obviously the best Democrats. The ones who have no integrity, no character, no sense of self. These are the ones that would smack their mother in the face for $5. That's how you figure out who the Democrats are. So he funds the Democrats and those brave, patriotic young boys and women who want to fight for their country, you go to the meat grinder. And then when you come back in a chair, we'll turn you over to a private charity. That's the system of our foreign policy, our welfare warfare. What they've done, and that's almost brilliant, is they figured out how to normalize welfare in both corporate welfare to Wall Street and the rest of it. But now over, you've got the college-educated elites. You guys are on us. But those kids that don't go to college, we got somewhere for you to go.
5: Will change. it, it's changed now, uh, and we've got to make sure that we've got the proper force posture to be able to support an additional eastern flank presence for
2: for the long haul. But what about Mother Earth? Mother Earth is burning up; she's got a fever. Why are you bombing her? And the reality is,
1: we are at an emergency state already. We're in a crisis, and we need to act like it's a crisis.
2: Another thing for those kids that uh, un- are unfortunate enough to not go to college: when you go to the military. You are not going to be a man and woman anymore. Oh, no, 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 no. You're going to be an it. And it has all kinds of atrocities thrown on its shoulders.
5: He absolutely, not. The, I'm not going to get into debating each of these amendments, but I do want to make this point. Uh, he absolutely believes that diversity and inclusion and equity in the United States military is important.
2: Yeah, that's, that's important. It's normal. Because when you're stopping a bullet either in the back from some moron who can't figure out what side he's on or from the Russians... It's going to matter if you're diversified. It's absolutely true. And this is perfectly normal. Team reasonable. Team normal. Team America. That's the House Democratic caucus. And that is from the son of a Marxist and the nephew of a communist who was so radical, he was imprisoned. This guy now is the most important Democrat in the Congress. His name is Hakeem Jeffries. But Democrats never have to be very smart. They just have to tout. Kind of an important line, you know, the line of propaganda and lies. I mean, look how far Jared Bernstein has gone. He lost his ass. In fact, I think he lost $1.5 billion of a, of a, a college's endowment pretending to be a traitor. Well, what was his penalty? He's now the most important economist in government.
15: When it comes to the fiscal outlook, I think you really need to look at the deficit reduction that this president has presided over. I mean, 1.7 trillion dollars of deficit reduction in his first two years. He just signed legislation. To-
2: Jarrett. Hey, Jarrett, this is like asking you about why you lost 1.5 billion. you're losing scumbag fraud. Then why? Pay attention, stupid. Why has the national debt increased 900 billion as of today? since the republicans allowed the debt ceiling to go on if what you're saying is true why have we added 900 billion dollars in six weeks huh Jarrett, you freaking moron as you know chairman you have the republican candidates running around saying inflation's still a problem
14: uh things are costing more than people are making so you can put all the spin on this you want inflation's still a problem what do you say Our work is not done when it comes to helping households with this challenge. Uh, But the amount of progress we've made
15: is
2: pretty remarkable. And you know who believes that squirrel? Some deadbeat moron who sat on his ass, woke up and baked his brain in his dorm smoking dope and doesn't want to pay his tuition. You know, Democrats. Now their tuition is free. Just be loyal to the mafia. 312-642-5600.
0: He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show at AM560, The Answer.
11: Hi, I'm Martha Stewart. Every year, more than 4 million pets enter shelters here in the United States. My friends at American Humane have been helping animals since 1877. The goal is to ensure that pets have a safe shelter, especially during natural disasters. Adopting a shelter pet allows shelters to help more animals awaiting care. Please consider adopting today and take some time to learn more about American Humane's other work at AmericanHumane.org.
1: If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle
0: in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter.
16: Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill.
17: See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter.com
15: slash F-R-E-E. Many novice gold and silver buyers make fatal mistakes when buying precious metals for the first time. Mistakes made because of dealer gimmicks and scams. Dennis Prager here for Amphed Coin and Bullion. My choice and it really is, for buying precious metals. Numerous precious metal dealers are capitalizing on the demand for gold by selling inexperienced investors collectible coins with outrageous markups. One company charges as much as $18,000 for collectible coins that are only worth about $5,500 in the open market. It's an example of the honesty of AmFed. Other dealers tell falsehoods about government gold confiscation or regulation of gold prices at AmFed Coin & Bullion to keep things simple and transparent so you'll understand what you own, and its true value. If you're thinking of buying or have already purchased and want a second opinion, call Nick Grovich, the man I trust, and his team at AmFed Coin & Bullion, 800-221-7694. Receive a complimentary coin performance review, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com.
2: I'm actually going to figure out if I could take a ride up there tomorrow because this weekend in Union, Illinois, it's Donnelly's military and gun auction. This is the weekend. Uh, I highly recommend that you take a ride up there, because if you're looking for guns and ammo, Donley Auctions is the place to go. Don't forget, they are a federal and state licensed arms dealer. And after this weekend, they're going to need items, everything, from vintage automobiles to motorcycles to old gas pumps to automotive signed pinball machines, coin-operated games, slot machines, jukeboxes, Coke and soda machines, because they will expose your items to the World Wide Web, guaranteeing you get the highest price for it. It's like a museum where you can have your item evaluated for price and exposed to the open market to sell it. Because you know that this Bidenomics is a scam and a fraud and a lie. And these Democrats won't be happy until you're all on welfare. So if you want to hold out and not go on the government dole, go to DonleyAuctions.com. See if your items are of value and if Randy Donley can help you auction them off. Go to DonleyAuctions.com. Tell Randy I sent you. In the meantime, you can listen to him every Saturday right here on AM 560, 1 p.m., the Donnelly Auction Hour. When I get back, I'm going to take all of your calls. 312-642-5600. I have two lines open, two or three lines open. 312-642-5600. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. So many atrocities, so little time in the segment. Which one are you going to go with?
18: Um, I'm going to go with Tucker Carlson going after Vice President, well, former Vice President Mike Pence. He always bothered
2: me. I think he looks like an alien. I can't figure out that hairdo and the whole thing with I can't eat lunch with you unless my wife is there. You know the money I would have missed if I would have said, Honey, you have time to eat lunch with this guy, see if he could buy a strip center. I don't think that would have worked. <laughs> Only in government can you have those phony rules. That's true. Yeah, I mean, know what he says.
18: <laughs> I will. Good afternoon. It's 89 degrees in Chicago. In the AM 560 The Answer newsroom, I'm Nikki Whaley. Former Vice President Mike Pence is facing questions from conservatives over his strong support of U.S. assistance to Ukraine in its war with Russia.
1: You are distressed that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks. Every city in the United States has become much worse over the past three years. Yeah. Drive around, there's not one city that's gotten better in the United States. Right. Your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of US tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. Right. I think it's a fair question to ask, Like, where's the concern for the United States in that?
19: Anybody that says that we can't be the leader of the free world and solve our problems at home has a pretty small view of the greatest nation on earth. We can do both.
18: Former Fox News host Tucker Carlson pressed Pence on his stance on Ukraine. Pence has been a staunch supporter of sending aid to Ukrainians, breaking with other 2024 Republican hopefuls like Donald Trump and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who believe that support for Ukraine isn't in America's best interests. Organizers of several community groups are trying to bring more attention to the ongoing issue of gun violence in Chicago. Arnie Duncan and father Michael Flager led a die-in protest yesterday at Dealey Plaza. I have never been to Afghanistan. I've never been to Iraq. I've never been to a real war zone. But unfortunately, our children are living in war zones here in the south yeah. side. Several demonstrators were lying on their backs on the ground to symbolize the 317 lives lost this year in the city to gun violence. News is brought to you by Blue Star Security. Don't defund the police. Hire the police to protect your business. Visit online to schedule a free security consultation at BlueStarSecurityLTD.com. That's BlueStarSecurityLTD.com. The next news update comes your way at 5 o'clock. From
12: the Blue Star Security Traffic Center, here's Jill Urchak. Here's a check of the roads outbound Eden. You're good if you're heading outbound on the Kennedy. It's heavy hour and 15 minutes. Crash inbound Eisenhower in the left lane. That is at York Road. Outbound Eisenhower, one hour and 20, out to 390. Stevenson hour. Dusaba Lakeshore drive to 355 with a crash southbound 55. Right before US 30 in the left lane, outbound Dan Bryan is a 40-minute ride. Very heavy along the tri-state in both directions. There is a crash northbound on the shoulder right near the Stevenson. And we're also seeing delays scattered along the Veterans Memorial, especially southbound. Traffic is a service of Townstone Financial. Can you afford a home? Townstone has a new 1% down payment program. Restrictions apply, so go to townstone.com for details or call 312-896-2110. Nobody beats their rates and closing costs. Illinois Mortgage Licensee 6629-NMLS136639. From the AM560 Traffic Center, I'm Jill Urchak.
0: Now, your official weather forecast.
12: Plenty of clouds around tonight. It'll be
13: humid with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm the low 69. Tomorrow's a mostly sunny day with a thunderstorm in spots, the high in the low 80s. Partly sunny, breezy, pleasant on Sundays. The best of the weekend
12: with the high 83. I'm Rose Chamberino on AM560. The answer.
0: Get the latest weather, traffic, and news updates online at 560theanswer.com.
15: The Dennis Prager Show. You'd be proud of this country because there's no place that has ever reached the freedom and opportunities for people that America has. And that was true until the left composed of the bored, the empty, the angry, the spoiled decided to tear it down, and they're doing that. The
0: Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11, right before Charlie Kirk at 1 on AM560. The answer.
17: Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts.
15: Dennis Prager here. Sue and I mean it when we say dogs are part of our family and there's nothing like their loyal companionship. So we provide them with rough greens, R-U-F-F, because we want them to feel healthy and be with us as long as
10: possible. I know Charlie Kirk feels the same way. The Prager's and I couldn't agree more. I rely on my trusted furry friend, Mr. Briggs, who's an absolute machine, and he relies on me to provide what's best for him. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black has packed rough greens, not a dog food, but a supplement full of vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, and omega oils that Mr. Briggs absolutely needs and loves. Trying rough greens for your dog just makes sense. Greetings, naturopathy Dr. Dennis Black here. I'm honored that the Pragers and Charlie trust their dog's health, to Rough Green. I'm so confident that Rough Green can help your dog too, that I'm offering you a free Jumpstart trial bag. Just cover the shipping. Yes, dog food is dead food,
16: but it doesn't have to be. Go to ruffgreens.com. It's summertime, and you want to keep the shop, warehouse, and other doors open for ventilation. Air circulation improves the well-being of your employees and customers, but open doors can let in the uninvited, like strangers, birds, rodents, and bugs. Industrial Door Company of Chicago, Inc. can help solve the problem with a full line of commercial screen door products designed with these specific problems in mind. Call Industrial Door Company of Chicago, Inc. now. Also, regular scheduled maintenance is the key. And Industrial Door Company of Chicago, Inc. has multiple levels of maintenance programs for your company's needs and budget. They'll ensure your doors, grills, gates, and dock equipment are working to specification to increase the useful life of your doors. Visit their website to see a range of products and services at industrialdoor.com. Call anytime 847-258-5620. Their team will be there to assist in designing a solution that works best for you. Since 1982, the Industrial Door Company of Chicago, Inc. takes care of your doors so you can take care of business.
10: Now, from the Signature Bank Studios, this hour of The Sean Thompson Show is sponsored exclusively by DonleyAuctions.com. They need your guns. Sell for top dollar. DonleyAuctions.com.
0: AM560. Answer.
2: Hey, Squirrel, let me know if my wife calls. I got a big lunch meeting for business. I hope she can make it tomorrow. Otherwise, I got to call the whole thing up. See, this is what I hate about these frackin' politicians. You're not a man. Shut your mouth, Mike Pence. And what is with that space-age hairdo you got going on? He looks like a frackin' Star Trek character. If he's not bad enough, there's Asa Hutchinson. You know who this idiot is? He's the governor of Arkansas with that 1952 comb-over. Like, people are still buying it. It looks like your hair. One of the powers
1: that government did usurp uh, over the past several years is, is the right to decide what medicine you take in the form of, of COVID mandates. Um, how did you feel about that? And how many COVID shots did you take? And how do you feel about it now, in retrospect? How many COVID shots did you take? Zero.
2: <laughs> See, Asa Hutchinson, you're a moron on top of being a fascist. And what you did in Arkansas disqualifies you from running against Donald Trump or anybody on the Republican ticket. So get on the side you're supposed to be on. The never-Trumper-Democrat-feeble-fascist-scumbag side. That's your side. Because I remember who you are. Acha. Asa. What the hell kind of name is that? By the way, does anybody know this idiot's running? It's like if Swalwell farts in a forest and nobody's around. Does it make a sound?
10: I want... Vaccines and arms, so we can turn the chapter in Arkansas history to move on from this pandemic. That's how I feel, and I'm anxious to get from the 33% to all the way up uh, to the highest level we can.
2: See, he said something very important, though, Squirrel. That's how he f- feels. That doesn't, because what we now know. Is that everybody who took that fascistic shutdown, the ridiculous side of the vaccine that are all hiding from the absolute evidence of unexplained deaths and side effects that they work to censor and change the name. Shut your mouth forever. Go stand in a corner and wait to die. I just hope you don't have Jimmy Carter's doctor. Because what is keeping him alive? By the way, what else was going on over there at NIH? It only took about it. It didn't even take any time off. Right after this feeble fascist Joe Biden, the Fuhrer of the Fourth Reich, after he stole the office, they started giving away a lot of money, Squirrel. Did you know this? Don't worry, nobody does.
20: Good afternoon. We're all members of the Energy and Commerce Committee. And we're here today because HHS Secretary Becerra has failed to follow the Constitution and the law. There's been a complete breakdown of accountability at the agency that has lost the trust of the American people, especially during COVID-19. 14 NIH officials, including Dr. Fauci, held unlawful positions and exercised authority that they didn't have, which included approving $26 billion in grants. This is unprecedented.
2: And it calls in $26 billion in grants.
20: $26
2: billion in grants. Not that I believe the communists, but they keep saying it only take $4 billion to solve homelessness. It'll only take $16 billion to end hunger and poverty. Yet the NIH gave $26 billion. Who'd they give it to, Squirrel? You're never going to believe it. They gave it to their pimps.
20: To question the validity of every decision that these officials have made since December 2021 to June 2023, including Dr. Fauci's awarding a new grant to EcoHealth Alliance.
2: You know who EcoHealth Alliance is, right? That was the liaison that has been working with the Wuhan Chinese lab. Not the one in Pfizer, the research and development lab. Although something tells me there's been collusion. He's been developing the virus to shut down the world and the economy. And they got a big payoff. And nobody wants to know wh- how. Do you know why? Because Democrats scum are in charge. And the ones that are policing them are like the Secret Service who didn't question anybody and can't find any fingerprints. It's the perfect frackin' crime. It's called the American government, circa 2023.
20: Which is, but but what is even more egregious has been Health and Human Services cover-up. For more than a year, the administration has misled our committee throughout this investigation. And our, our question has been a pretty simple one. Can you show us the documents that Secretary Becerra followed the Constitution and the law in reappointing these 14 senior officials who exercised immense power and authority? The question, can you show us the documents? And we're still waiting. There needs to be accountability. No one is above the law.
2: When is Mike Madigan's court date? Don't, 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 don't tell me no one is above the law when you have an asset of the communists and the oligarchs pretending to be president you know the one that's in the chamber now but let's get back to ASA Hutchinson with that ridiculous comb over
1: but but I think it's fair and I and I can see that you recoiled when I asked you that question um, and I don't think you, honestly you should be asking people about their medical care but that became a, a matter of public policy and I do think that the whole country ought to pause and assess like what did we just go through what? how do we feel what? about it now and so it's a very straightforward question well
2: he doesn't answer it because he's a smarmy, fascist pig. And no one, he's hoping no one will remember what he said just two years ago. Do you have
13: any, um, any plans or any ideas as to how you'll get the
10: other 67% vaccinated? Relying upon people like you, you. Uh, to speak to uh, your community, uh, to speak to your neighbors and your family and say it's important, let's get it done.
2: See, I like to talk to people of common sense, and not only that, actual scientists with integrity, doctors with integrity. Problem is, they're few and far between. They were censored. They were intimidated. They were extorted by gangster government officials like you, the whole time looking stupid as you do with that ridiculous comb over, you moron.
16: Today's talk is really
2: quite interesting. It deals with data which is highly, let's think of a word, anomalous. It actually shows the incidence of suspected adverse reactions to the Pfizer vaccine varies by a factor of thousands, thousands thousands-fold differences, depending on the batch of vaccines that was given. And this is based on a paper that's... I hope you got a good batch. If you got one, I hope you got a good batch. You think Asa Hutchinson cared about the batch? I don't think he did.
10: vaccines and arms, so we can turn the chapter in arkansas history
2: you're a useful fool and a moron as if i couldn't tell it just by one glance do not take the hair on the side of your head and pull it over the dome and think people think it's hair you look as stupid as you are 312-642-5600
13: I was just listening
6: to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you.
2: It's a fantastic Friday. Let's have some fun, shall we?
14: About 10 days after 9-11, I went through the Pentagon and I saw Secretary Rumsfeld and one of the generals
10: called me and he said, sir, you got to come in and talk to me a second. I said, well, you're too busy. He said, no, no. He says, we've made the decision. We're going to war with Iraq. I said, we're going to war with Iraq. Why? He
2: said, I don't know. Those that's military intelligentsia. Eduardo, Tampa Bay. Yeah, Sean, how are you doing?
14: I'll tell you, George, that I think... What needs to happen, all these branches, FBI, NSA, you name it, they need to be out of DC. They need to come in.
2: <laughs> they, wanna get, they wanna get more bureaucracies. Didn't you hear Al Green? Not the Reverend that can sing, oh, but yeah. the moron from Texas. And by the way, I find it unusual that your wife's name is George, but hey, communication is the number one staple to a good relationship. Thank you, Eduardo. Uh, Jim and Lyle. Hey, Sean, I think it's safe to
14: say that after today, the presidential campaigns of Asa Hutchinson, Tim Scott, and Mike Pence are unofficially over.
2: If only you were telling the truth. You see, the the fraud, the duopoly of corruption, they're going to throw everybody at the race in hopes to divide the people that vote so they can pretend that the ultimate election has integrity and is honest. This is going to be another selection, not an election. And Joe Biden reminded you of why they cheat. He felt that they didn't cheat enough when uh, Donald Trump beat the Duchess of Chaffington, the fat ass Hillary Clinton.
14: Sean, Tucker nailed that our cities are on fire. I I, I don't think it's the same
2: as 2020. You know, it's funny you say that. A very good friend of mine, a member of my family, somebody I deeply love, was uh, given jury duty. And we're not good. Are you nuts? We'll move. I, I said, you move now. You go and you give your license. You come, you be like me. You become a Floridian. By the way, squirrel, remind me to show you my Florida driver's license. I never smiled like a picture like that since high school. Um, and you get out of this sewer because if they think good people are going to drive down to 26th and Cal to sit on a jury led by a Cook County judge, probably who sits on the Table of Wisdom LLC with Ed Burke, another Democrat scumbag. Never. Nobody in my family is going on jury duty in the ghetto. Uh, Matt, South Bend. Sean, best for your weekend, man. I just want, I can't understand. I
14: mean, chemically, can't they analyze that cocaine and tell exactly what country it came from, if it had anything yeah. else in it, and Brother, what it was? I mean, you got a better
2: is- chance of the Secret Service calling it Matt's cocaine than you do anybody else's cocaine. <laughs> the mafia protects itself. It's like, this is like deciding whose cocaine it is in El Chapo. El Chapo's condo. Whose cocaine is in the drawer? Everybody. They're all fracking losers and lowlifes. Thank you, Matt. Cocaine. They love that stuff. It keeps them going. How else can you explain the support for these brilliant son of guns?
4: Imagine, for example, the house of worship. Uh-huh. that will now be able to have access to loan guarantees. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's awesome. They don't pay taxes anyway, toots. Uh, and the other thing is, 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 is do churches, is, are they preaching that global warming stuff? I mean, I know it's a religion. It's the only explanation for you morons. And luckily for you, the idiots that graduate college and you pay for, they can't remember 1933 or know what a heat index is. What the hell's a heat index? You know when they didn't have that? When it was really hot in this country. It's another scam. Brian Gurney.
14: Hey Sean,
2: happy Friday, man! Happy Friday.
14: Hey, uh, I got uh, a couple things I like to point out. Wow,
2: well, you got a time uh, for one? Shoot, pick your favorite okay, and yeah.
14: run. Okay, uh, how about the, the, uh, the governor uh, putting in the law uh, starting January first that landlords are required to rent or sell properties to undocumented migrants? <laughs> What's up with this?
2: It's awesome. Is that, is that going to hit January first here in the in Illinois? That's what it says here, yep, yeah. January 1st. that's yeah, all right. I'm from Melrose Park. Uh, it's They've worked for me. I mean, I, I love the immigrants back in the 70s, but back in the 70s there was a difference. There was integrity. There were people that wanted to work, not jump on the welfare regime, but there's another difference. Back in the 70s, they were not Democrats. They knew the Democrat mafia was a scam. They just left one. See, it's funny. They leave these corrupt third-world hellholes, and it takes them a little while because there's a language barrier before they figure out that Illinois, Chicago, New York, New Jersey, California, wherever there's a Democrat, it's the same ideology, same level of corruption that they just ran from. The only difference is the suits are better. We have double stitching. 312-642-5600.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck.
2: You know, it's very, very interesting when you watch the propaganda that has been given to the last couple of generations. It really explains so much of why we are in this quagmire in 2023. How did we get here? And it's because you've really, when you look back at it, misinformed at least three generations of kids. You've lied to them. You've rewritten history to steal the future. It's an old Marxist trick. But where it's really been evident and strong is in the schools. The good news is this has inspired a lot of Americans a lot. My next uh, uh, guest is one of those Americans. She is the founder and president of the United States parents involved in education. Her name is Sherry few Sherry. Thanks for joining me again. How are you?
13: I am well, Sean, how are you doing?
2: Well, I, uh, I'm surprised at how successful the agenda of the Marxist of the Saul Alinsky, hybrid communist how successful it has been and then when you look back at it accidentally i did the right thing i was so disgusted with what i perceived as the quality of education in public schools i sent my kids to private schools and i still had to watch them very proud of the fact i was instrumental in getting teachers fired in the private school system but in the in the public school system there there's no chance these are run by the most notorious marxists that really are in our country Am I wrong?
13: No, you are not wrong. You are absolutely right. And I don't even refer to them as uh, public schools anymore. I call them government schools because that's exactly where they are, what they are. And, you and, know, we, we trust the government to do well with anything that we task them to do. So why in the world would we trust them to educate our children?
2: But they have been very successful from the standpoint of their position. They have taught American kids— to give up the tenets of Americanism, to promote censorship, to argue for fascism, to even force their neighbors and friends not to just give their money to a government that that squanders it, but to put an experiment in their arm at the threat of being shunned from society. You, in essence, have turned the American public in the year 2023, not a lot of them, but uh, 40%, 30% of the country into hardcore communists, and this could have only happened if this was bred into them from a very young age, which is why we must always watch the youngest of the kids, correct?
13: Oh, you're absolutely right. Yes, and it it is. It starts very, very young. We we see it uh, more now than when my kids were in school. My kids are in their mid-30s now, but it was bad when my kids were in school, too. I mean, that's how I got involved and started the organization that I direct. But today, it is on steroids. Uh, they start in in kindergarten or pre-k and they're they're telling children that you know our country is steeped in racism and bigotry, and they're teaching them the Marxist ideologies, and they're growing up to hate their country and you know so if it's, it's, you've mentioned three generations and you're probably correct on that, but I would say that this generation and what we produce from what's happening in government schools now could be the very thing that topples uh, our constitutional republic.
2: But Sherry, it's it's due to some of these organizations and it's due to the reaction by so many millions of Americans that a lot of kids that would have normally been turned over to the public government school system. In fact, what has happened is there's been a massive growth in both homeschool and private school enrollment. And this is the saving grace as far as I can see it. So if you look at it from the position of They really did us a favor because unless you were watching the news in Chicago and you saw these big rotunda Marxist slobs come out in their triple XL shirts and demand more money and then crawl into their $80,000 vehicle, you you really were hidden from how corrupt the public school system is. But if you look at the half full glass, this could be a time for us to really capitalize on just how terrible the public school system
13: is, right? And of course, I think it uh, really started with COVID when they shut down the schools and kids were learning from home and parents uh, saw what they were learning. And that's when parents started to really wake up and see how bad it is. But you know, when my kids were in school, we could still go into the classrooms and observe and, you know, be involved in in ways that were meaningful. Uh, But today, you can't even see your children, what your children are learning. So the covid shutdowns really gave us a favor in in that direction as well so so you're right and it is favorable that that parents have woken up and they're fighting they're standing up and they're fighting not only for their children to protect their minds but and that's why so many are removing them from the government schools because they understand it's so bad you can't leave them there that has to be your first line of defense is to protect your own children get them out but then we don't leave the other kids behind Because we understand that the government schools are educating the masses. And if we don't stop this indoctrination of children towards Marxism and communism, we will lose our very freedom in this country.
2: I mean, but, you know, it's always we have to kind of true it. I I say it to myself because it's easy to become downtrodden with all of the bad information. And you look at this, but a lot of what I see is a bribery scheme so that the young people go along with it. The reality is when young people realize what the government has done simply since George W. Bush, but specifically since Barack Obama, to the industries that they need, the services they need, I think they're getting a a little bit more pushback than they anticipated. And that kind of explains why the bribery and to paying for their college education is the plan. This is obviously something that Democrats, they're all lawyers, these scallywags that are elected. They know it's unconstitutional, but they're going to do it anyway because they're trying to steal the vote by bribing the kid. It's the old uh, communist trick of it'll be better in five years. Here, take some more bread. I mean, are kids picking up on it, in your opinion?
13: I think they are. Some of the headlines and stories I've been reading in the news, I've even been asked to comment on, is that there's a, a decline in college enrollment. Kids aren't, you know, they're starting to see that this huge student debt loan that they incur, of course, now they want to forgive those loans and give them free college. But that's not uh, working either. The Supreme Court struck that down. But, you know, they're starting to understand that they can go to school for four years and have a huge college college debt and still not come out and, and have a good job. And, you know, there's plenty of good entrepreneurship ideas out there where they don't even require a college education. We don't need the government sanctioned education system to be smart and effective in business.
2: You know, it's interesting when you really look at the trick of the communist and the Marxist and the socialist. It's to give to, to kids in particular that arrogance of entitlement versus to show them the pride of achievement. And this is the psychological trick that gets kids to chant for their oppressor. However, what, what is is painfully obvious in the Biden administration is there comes a level of corruption that they have to simultaneously pretend the kids can get in on. As you see the expansion of giveaways, which is one thing, kids are also rejecting the expansion of the crime syndicate of our military, and they're going to send them to meat grinders that don't make sense to them. It almost reminds me at the end of Vietnam I was a, you know I'm, I'm listen, I was a baby, but I, I had always been around and very political, a family that was very boisterous and I'm seeing that same regurgitation of anti-government antitrust for anything government related. I share that. I don't care what they say to me they're a liar and I prove it within minutes of them saying something. And I think a lot of these kids are picking up on that. I know mine are. And I know their friends are. I, I, I'm curious to know if that's what you see. I know you your kids are a little older, but they have kids. What are your grandkids telling you?
13: Well, my grandkids are quite young yet, but I'm so pleased that my daughter-in-law is homeschooling them. And so I, I know that they're going to get a solid education. And uh, my my daughter-in-law actually happens to be the star in the film that we've released, uh, Truth and Lies in American Education. And so she herself being... Um, early 30s, had to go through an entire um, mind regeneration on issues because, you know, like you said, for generations they've been doing this. And so she was very liberal when she married my son, and then she came to work for me, and I insisted that, or it was a requirement for her job to read these books that told the truth about what's happening in government schools. So she learned for herself, and that's the story of our film, is her journey where she learned that. There was no way she could entrust the government to educate her children that she needed to homeschool them. And, you know, it's it's a lot of parents think they're not capable. You know, I can't do that. I, I don't have a college degree or I'm not, you know, a degree in education. But but that's, that's a misnomer. And that's what my daughter-in-law has in, learned to enjoy is that being the educator of your child is so fulfilling and you're so very capable. And we don't need the government institutions to educate our children. And so I think that's a blessing.
2: Well, I've told this story before. My eyes were open when I was asked to judge a homeschooling event. I didn't realize the kind of events homeschoolers had. They have athletics. They have academics. They have all kinds of events that they plan. And their kids socialize with those kids because it's always the big thing about socializing. But it, it was unique to see these kids who in my old neighborhood would have probably been bullied Because, you know, back then you were made fun of if you were smart or you were boisterous or whatever it is. And it it came to me, we're doing this all wrong. We're turning our kids over when they don't have the character to stand up against intimidation, against bullying. And when you look at the news here in Chicago, it's a sickening thing. These are kids that are sometimes as young as 11 years old that think it's okay to be gang. And what they are, they're victims of their peers, they were never nurtured or loved or treated uh, when it came to specifically to education taught by somebody who loved them. They were taught by somebody who hated them because they're just waiting for the bell to ring so they could go back in their Lexus. So it truly is something that we've been doing wrong, I think, since the beginning. We should have never turned our kids over to a public system until they had the confidence to fight off the peer pressure of the scourge in our lives, and that's why so many kids are joining gangs instead of chess clubs.
13: Well, you make a very good point, and and I totally agree. And you know, and you talked about um, Chicago. Well, you know, I we recently started an award called um, Millstone of the Month Award. We started in March, and our July awardee was your governor. Uh, the governor of Illinois for the now is it law because the
2: millstone is heavy, hard to drag around, and doesn't do much, and is always dirty?
13: <laughs> no? Well, it actually comes. It comes from scripture. Oh. Uh, in Matthew, it talks about if you harm children, you may as well have uh, a rope tied around your neck, attached to a millstone, and be tossed into the sea. Well, so that's the only
2: way he can go scuba diving. It's very buoyant. <laughs> go ahead
13: so we like to say it's the award you never want to receive but unfortunately there are so many unsavory characters in education that we have plenty of nominees for this award every month but we awarded it to your governor for signing the bill into law that inhibits parents from being able to object to materials that are explicit and and quite frankly pornography of course so shame on him and shame on him for preventing parents to be able to speak up against the harm that these these materials are doing to their children.
2: You know what's disgusting? When you think back, you and I are not that far off in age, but when you think back to the way in which pornography was taboo, if you remember, uh, you couldn't even, it was never around, and there were garbage areas where they had the stores where you could buy this. Stuff. And now you look at these books that they're giving third graders and fourth graders, and you see just how fall, How far this country has fallen. It is preposterous to me that we are allowing grade schoolers as young as third grade to have some fat, slob teacher talk to them about sex education. I mean, it is such a perversion. But when you look at what we see, we just had a a week where a bunch of people were riding bicycles that were naked. And I'll tell you what, you can't get any resale price on these bicycles. You had the CDs freaks. And it's touted as like, ooh, it's a great event and you should be proud of this. I mean, it makes you want to take your kid and move away. And that's another thing that's happening. Many, many people are fleeing these Democrat areas. Are the Democrats aware of this, in your opinion?
13: I think they are aware, um, and you know I live in South Carolina, so I, I can attest to the fact that they're fleeing the blue states because they're coming to South Carolina. A lot of them, I mean, you could you would not believe the houses and housing developments and apartments going up all over. And I live in a very rural area, and so you know we're welcoming these people into our state because we understand how bad it is in their state. But we pray they're not going to bring their liberal politics with them. But we believe they're fleeing those states because they're like-minded with
2: us. Sherry, if they took the, the the inconvenience of uprooting and fleeing, believe me, it's begrudgingly. Because Illinoisans, particularly Chicagoans, used to have a certain hometown pride. They loved the restaurants, their family. And I know, I've done it myself. I I, I went to Florida, and I'm you know in the process of doing my wife and her family and all the rest of it. It's a very difficult thing f- for those people to do. So when they do it, they will mm-hmm. always, they'll be like Cubans and Venezuelans, and other people who live like the former Soviet Union, they'll be the best citizens, and they will be able to smell a corrupt politician because that's all they were ever around. In the meantime, you have changed things. I love the organization. Tell the people where they can go to also, not just take a look at the movie, but to get some information on homeschooling. I find your site to be wonderful and your your, uh, project to be fantastic.
13: Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you, Sean. So they can, uh, your listeners can go to our website, which is USPIE. That's USPIE.org. There's a lot of great resources there for them. And then they can access our film, Truth and Lies in American Education at us. So I encourage your listeners to go there, sign up to join the movement. Uh, if we, we can get you connected with our Pi chapter president in Illinois. We have a co-leader that's coming on board, so that chapter is going to be growing. And, and, and our, you know, um, our pie chapter president Illinois is doing a fantastic job, and he's in the media all the time, and he's such a courageous man. So he could use some help. So what? go to our website, sign up, and we'll connect you um, with our, our chapter president there.
2: She is Sherry Few, and the future owes you a thank you. On behalf of them, I'm going to thank you. Thank you so much for making yourself available and the effort you put forward. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560.
0: The Answer. We don't need no education.
2: Man, oh man, when you look at the difference in schools, did you know, Squirrel, when I went to high school, in order to get out of eighth grade, you had to pass a constitution test. You know what that is? I guarantee you that if you gave a constitution test... To the kids in college, they couldn't get 60% right. But in America in 2023, 60%. It's an A. Look at you. Mike, parts unknown.
14: Hi, Mike. Sean. Sean, Mike from Chicago. Real quick, man. Can you... I love the show, by the way. I wanted to touch base with you because I need your help here. Help me out. Absolutely. I'm a 60-year-old guy. I'm a 60-year-old guy. I live in Chicago. I want to retire in Tampa slash Clearwater Beach area. My question is about home insurance down there. I, I hear it goes up. It's supposed to go up 40% across the board. And I also hear somebody like Allstate or Farmers are pulling out of the state. So yeah. my question is, if I come down, Am I going to bankrupt myself in two years or what?
2: No, no. And a lot of calculations go into it. And obviously, depending on how you're zoned in your community is a big factor. But the reason that they've pulled out, nobody talks about this, is Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush, the moron, uh, tried to have a socialist utopia where every Tom, Dick and Harry and lowlife could scam the insurance company for a free roof. So he forced what they would pay. And then he didn't give them the ability to say, well, wait a minute, you don't need that. He just forced this payout. So what happened is a massive amount of insurance companies have pulled out. But here's the good news. yeah, There are there are now recently, as recently as a couple of weeks ago, four more that are going in. So insurance rates are dropping. Answers will happen. But the other thing, this, I mean, I hate to tell you this, Mike, but insurance is a funny thing. Do you know that in my area, in my in my county, 80% of real estate has no debt on it. It is the exact opposite yeah. of Illinois. Illinois is the exact opposite. Right. Illinois, it's about 16% of the homes are actually paid for. The rest are leveraged to the teeth. The funny thing about insurance laws, when you have no debt, there is no requirement. So when you look at those homes in Florida, and I don't care what coast you're on, and they're $20 million, they're, $4, they're $6 million, do you know that they rich people do something? You gotta talk like you're rich. They self-insure. And what that means is they pay for the stuff that breaks. In the meantime, that's how people don't get beat up by insurance. It's funny. The shorter money you have, the more money you have to spend. And you know who set that wheel in motion in that regulation? Is a Republican by the name of Jeb Bush. So there are always alternatives, depending on where you are, just buy like where you're above any kind of flood zone. So if you go to Tampa, just go a hair inland. Go to different towns, you'd be yeah. amazed. And and by the way, real estate is very reasonable. Communities outside of Tampa, very, very reasonable and extremely good neighborhoods. So if you go to like Spring well, Hill, Spring Hill is just north of Tampa. If you go a little south, if you look around Venice, there's all areas you can go. You can even go and call your county and find some very reasonable stuff.
14: And see, that's good info because I was thinking about Sun City. And the guy I talked to says, well, we're... Fifteen miles inland, and we're fifty feet above sea level, oh. so it's not a big deal.
2: No, it's huge. That's it's tremendous. Kind of it, saying, right? It'll be. It'll be. Yes, it'll be very similar to what you pay here. And Spring Hill, Florida. I know this because I, I I have an investment in property there. Spring Hill, Florida. I have an interest in a property. Spring Hill, Florida is fifty six feet above sea level, but it's only a mile offshore. So if you boat, oh, you okay. could live in Spring Hill. You're at, you're at your boat in seven minutes, and you have none of those costs. So these are all things. Oh, don't man. be dissuaded, and always do your own research, brother. Don't believe anybody. Double check everything. No, no, that's yeah.
14: that's why I wanted to call, and that that's what I needed to hear. Sean. You can always yeah, there's I always an answer. Can. And thank you so much for that, brother. I appreciate that.
2: Thank thank you. Take care. Now. I look forward to meeting. you. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments.
0: Broadcasting from the petri dish of corruption, known as the state of Illinois, in the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer.
2: I knew uh, when I said, when I was in eighth grade, you had to pass a constitution test. There were all kinds of things you had to do to pass a class. But yet we live in a system where the kids in Chicago, in particular, the people of Chicago are charged $30,000 a year for every name on a roster. Every name. That's the cost. 5% in some cases, in some cases lower, can actually fracking read. Yet the graduation rate has never been higher. Why? Because the teachers can't rate. Just take a look at these fat slops. Tell one of them to read the back of a candy bar, calorie count, and then explain to you what happens if you stuff it in your pie hole. You see these teachers? They look like movers. Four teachers in a van. Be the next moving company. Bonnie, Harvard. (laughs) That was pretty good. Oh, thank you. Um, (laughs) I can't get over these, especially women. You know, when I was a kid, the average woman... I remember my uncle used to say, "Tell my aunt if I can't put my hands around your waist, that's it. We're getting a divorce." Now you see these women; they're they're, they're built like plumbers. The average woman is one hundred and sixty five pounds today. Next thing you know, my my lawyer is going to look healthy three hundred eighty pounds of free legal advice. Go ahead,
13: but they don't like men anyway. So
2: neither does my but, lawyer. Um, Go ahead. <laughs>
13: um we ha- we didn't only in eighth grade. Y- y- you had to pass eighth grade to get into high school (laughs) you had to read too
2: they they preferred (laughs) if you read go ahead
13: (laughs) well nobody nobody wanted to be such a loser that they couldn't pass the constitution get into high school we didn't only have to pass the, the u.s constitution we had to pass the illinois constitution and the flag test also the flag etiquette yeah and Nobody failed it. Even the dumbest kids passed.
2: I know. big Our dumbest kids, I mean, granted, they all worked for the government. They all went in the, in the take your civil service test, moron. But uh, our dumbest kids would be honorable students today. I mean that. It's, it's ridiculous. When you watch the news, this is the product of the school system. Look at these people. And it's, it has nothing to do with anything other than Character. Because all kids today have the arrogance of entitlement. When we were kids, you were taught by people, you're not entitled to anything. Get off your ass and do it. But what they understood is if we did that, we would have the pride of achievement. See, the pride of achievement cannot be bought. The pride of achievement is what used to be America, Americanism. You had the pride of achieving things. Now you look at these These idiots who pretend the greatest existential threat is weather. How could you put this past kids? And the only answer is because you've given them a disservice. You haven't taught them, Bonnie. Thank you very much for the call. You haven't taught kids. That's the only reason they have this idiot, this moron out here, who in her own past is qualified to do absolutely nothing.
4: I want to thank you for your leadership and your partnership in taking on one of the most urgent matters of our time this climate crisis so every day all across our nation we feel
2: and do you know how many kids do not know about 1933 squirrel they don't know what caused the dust bowl they know nothing because they were given a disservice at thirty thousand dollars per pupil in the chicago public schools they're taught that this tramp is somehow qualified to be the vice president but that she's on to something she's on to nothing of a deadly heat wave 17 years ago. There were more. This is from 11 years ago. Of course, it's hard to find because Google is censoring information. But to give you a little perspective. Than 80 heat-related deaths in July of 1995 in the Milwaukee area.
5: And one local man remembers the heat waves back in the day before air conditioners.
2: Shelly Walcott has that. See, perspective squirrel is what the con artist, what the carnival barker, what the scam fraud Democrat and other hucksters. They don't want you to have any perspective.
4: You know, a lot of people have been saying that they can't remember when it's been this hot in Wisconsin. Well, today I spoke to a man who remembers every major heat wave since 1934.
2: They worked the land and then it blew.
4: Ralph DeMaster has felt intense heat bear down on Wisconsin before.
2: This is 2005 when this is. It was about...
19: 10, 11.
4: At 89 years old, Ralph vividly remembers the dust bowls of the 1930s. 33 and
19: 34, 35 was,
6: was probably the worst.
4: Triple-digit temps dried topsoil in the plains, creating dust clouds that blew through Wisconsin, creating drifts several feet high. By
2: the way, you know what they didn't have then, Squirrel? They didn't have anything called a heat index. That's what these carnival barkers these scam artists Ooh, it's a heat index what's that that's when we put it on black tar and we tell you what it feels like versus what it is because if people had perspective they would realize this happens all throughout history and always has for billions of years
17: billions parker arizona had a remarkable heat wave from june 11th to june 17th 1896 Temperatures
2: were over 120 degrees Fahrenheit every day that week. With no index. Not like now, where they got to make things worse, and they got to make Kamala Harris smart and color in her top.
17: Peaking at 126 degrees on June 15, 1896. The only other time Arizona's had seven consecutive days over 120 degrees was during July 1905. Huh. According to the Tornado Project,
2: but not now. It's an existential threat. Kamala Harris still can't find her underwear, but somehow she's the vice president.
17: Project. The year 1896 may have been one of the worst years for tornadoes in the history of the USA. The- I know. Willie Wilson has them. Squirrel. I know. I'm paying attention. For at least 40 killer tornadoes, including the only one to cause more than 100 deaths in two separate cities. In the last week of May 1896 may have been the most violent.
2: Willie Brown, not Willie Wilson. Although he might
17: single week of tornado activity in U.S. history. On May 27, 1896, a tornado devastated St. Louis and killed hundreds of people. As many as 400 people died in that storm. And St. Louis was largely wrecked. A few weeks later, the eastern United States had a deadly heat wave, which killed as many as 1,500
2: people in New York City. Hey, do you know... Squirrel, when the United States government started to keep records, you know, that they build the data on? 1880. And we have all this data that happened from then until Kamala Harris was back in school. Waves and drought in India from 1896 to
17: 1902 killed as many as 19 million people. But it's the worst
2: it's ever been. Just ask a Democrat con artist.
4: See the impact of the climate crisis. I mean, if you watch the morning news... It will be the lead story. It's been every day for the
2: last couple of weeks. And if you can't read because you went to a government school, you'll have no perspective.
17: And the heat waves and drought in China from 1896 to 1900 killed as many as 10 million people.
2: Oh, this is by far the worst, though, right now, when you can walk into an air-conditioned room. You pansies! 312-642-5600.
0: Marxists, socialists, and communists are
2: not welcome. On The Sean
0: Thompson Show, on AM560, The Answer.
2: Sean Thompson here for my friend Tom Fortino of Alpha Wealth. There are many people who would knowingly leave their job to start another job for a 30% cut and pay. And yet, people do it every day when they enter retirement. Why enter the exciting new chapter of your life with less money? Why trade the stress of work for more stress in retirement? Tom Fortino of Alpha Wealth Group can help. Just call Tom at 630-934-1855 for your complimentary, customized retirement It addresses many of the big questions you may have, like what to do about Social Security, managing your investments, and how to create income you can never outlive. You can downsize your house, but don't downsize your lifestyle. Get a complimentary, customized retirement plan at 630-934-1855 or visit alphawealthgroup.com. That's alphawealthgroup.com. Advisory services through Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, RWA, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. RWA
10: and Alpha Wealth Group are independent of each other. Insurance and annuities offered through Alpha Wealth Group, licensed in Illinois.
21: Illinois Legislators passed a bill that allows non-citizens to become sworn police officers. If the bill becomes law, it would mean that a non-citizen could arrest an American citizen on American soil. Imagine being pulled over for even just a speeding ticket, only to later find out that a non-citizen, someone who themselves may have entered the country illegally or whose parents entered the country illegally, is now the officer giving you a ticket or worse, arresting you. It's absurd. Unfortunately, the bill that passed, even if signed by the governor, appears to require a federal change in law before it can go into effect. Citizenship means something. Politicians diluting the meaning and also handing out our tax money and privileges is a real threat to our country. I'm Jeannie Ives. Changing public policy starts by being informed. Sign up for my newsletter at breakthrough-ideas.com. That's breakthrough-ideas.com.
15: Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at ReliefFactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just nineteen ninety-five. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. Be the next success story.
10: Attention, your money is now controlled by the U.S. government. Picture a world where your every purchase is monitored, tracked, and controlled by those in power to suppress the freedoms of those they see fit. My name is Jason Hansen. i become very focused on the impending rollout of the central bank digital currency. I've partnered with Advantage Gold to offer you a solution. Claim your free gold protection kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800 900 8000. That's 800 900 8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. <laughs>
0: AM 560. The answer.
2: It's true, Squirrel. Willie Brown is still alive. I wonder if he has dementia. That ah, doesn't matter. Why don't they run Willie Brown and Kamala Harris? The dynamic duo of deception and deceit and uh, all kinds of incompetence. It's the hottest it's ever been. Shh. There's a climate emergency. Almost a catastrophe. Dave in Libertyville. Hey, Sean.
14: Uh, I just wanted to confirm. You know the uh, Constitution test, which was a project. Yeah, there's a there's a lot in there to learn.
2: And uh, listen, I studied there, with two guys who are now dead: Nicky yeah, Ciotti, Nicky Ciotti, and Joey Chico. And we would study, and we would go back and forth. And then one of them had, we had mini bikes. One one of us had a mini bike, and we would pool our money together, fill it up, and race up and down twenty fifth. I remember it like yesterday. And you could only get on the mini bike if you got the answer right.
14: Right, and what I, I just wanted to say was, I worked so hard in high school that I would have been able to graduate after junior year. And my dad's like, you know what? Enjoy your senior year. I I graduated, uh, or I. Uh, Was able to start a job.
2: Yeah, because your father and back then society wanted you to have the pride of achievement versus the arrogance of entitlement. And what? thank you for the call. And when you have the arrogance of entitlement, you'll demand all kinds of atrocities, most of which you will insist is perpetrated by your government. Good to have you on. I almost I almost
14: was going to needle you a little when you said, well, you know, there have been some weather and we can't control the weather. You've told me in the past you can control the weather uh, with some of the, some of your. No, I'm kidding. Let's not go, let's not go there. But you have told me in the past we are going to control the weather, and now you say we can't control it. So I don't know if that's a climate thing or what, but I'm I'm gonna let it go <laughs> just what, this that's once. That's what, that's I what, what I will say is you know, you. No,
2: But Pete Buttigieg, which I believe is Dutch for "ouch," Pete Buttigieg is qualified to do nothing. He's never done a fracking thing in his miserable life. When he was the mayor of some failed municipality, it sucked. But he is a swindler, and he can promote the lipstick on the pig of the arrogance of entitlement. And before you know it, people will be buying it. Well, there's no escaping the
0: fact that when you have more severe weather events, both them happening more often and them getting more severe, that's going to affect every form of transportation. We're assessing what those northeast floods have
2: We've never had this problem before. Transportation has never had the problems it has right now, because you the last thing you, they can afford you to have is the perspective of life itself. Because then you would understand that you're being led around by people who merely are arrogant and ignorant, but they're entitled.
17: Southeast Australia had their worst heat wave on record during January of 1896.
2: That was a while ago, right? January of 1896? That was a long time ago.
17: But that's not a problem in Australia this year where they're having record early snowfall. No, don't worry. Shh.
2: It's the most existential threat we've ever had.
4: It is the lead story. I think we finally, at least in our progress, come to the point that most people can no longer deny it.
2: Didn't you have underwear on when you got in Willie Brown's car? think you did where'd they go it's like a magic trick we'll be back after this
0: from the streets of melrose park to the trading floor of the merc he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned and now
2: How does government supremacy take over societies? How do good people turn over their sense of logic and reason to government supremacists, corrupt governments? How do they do it? I think it's a psychological trick. We've been talking for a while about the implementation of the arrogance of entitlement versus the pride of achievement. The other way you put a movement forward of government supremacy is to create fear. And the most important thing, guilt. Guilt is the most important. That's the movement we've been living under for the last three years explicitly, but it's been afoot, especially in Chicago, for the last couple of decades. My next guest is a writer of quite notoriety. He's been writing for decades. He's got a new book out, What's the Problem Now? Black Grievances and White Guilt. His name is Michael Brando. <laughs> Michael, thank you for joining me.
19: Hey, thanks for having me, Sean.
2: Excuse me while I cough into the microphone now.
19: I wanted I was to just about to do that. It must be catchy.
2: Oh, it's it's something going on, but it's more importantly your book. I want to talk about. <clears throat> they've been able, and when I say they, I mean the swindlers among us, the people who hung around with such clansmen as uh, Robert Byrd, now are the righteousness directors of race relations in America, and they've been managed. They've managed to do this. By giving people who were never racist this idea that they're being indicted for racism and this guilt that the nation walks around with, and they've implemented fear where people are afraid to speak out against it. This is kind of what your book tackles, isn't it?
19: Well, in divisiveness, that's how people stay on top, by dividing others.
2: And yet, they they took this position at a time when you could argue we were not... Uh, in, in, a, in a moment of a race riot here in, in America. We were kind of getting along before uh, Donald we Trump. got our first won.
19: black president. I voted for him.
2: Right, and some people voted twice for him, right? And this is how you brought in this climate. But when Donald Trump won this, I found this very interesting. I'm curious to know your thought. I didn't like Donald Trump because I was well aware <clears throat> of Donald Trump's history of stumping for Jesse Jackson, Chicago's very own con artist. And the uh, reverend from the Church of Perpetual Tax Evasion, and I didn't like him for that. He was a known Democrat. <clears throat> he had given money to uh, the senator who looks like a gargoyle in New York, Chuck Schumer, and he oh. was a very heavy Democrat presence. How did he? How was this jujitsu able to happen?
19: I mean, who he hangs out with now? How he was labeled a racist?
2: I mean, I remember in 1984. Uh, He stumped, 84 or 88, he stumped for Jesse Jackson. He gave Jesse Jackson a free office in Trump Towers in New York. It was his campaign headquarters. He had been affiliated with numerous Democrats, but when he decided to run as a Republican, he became this Klansman that Robert Byrd actually was.
19: Yeah, well, uh, I met Donald Trump. I spent an evening standing next to him at a private party for a mutual friend of ours around 1999. He's a nice guy. He's a really nice guy.
2: But when he ran, was that when the Democrats said, we need to implement this American version of a race emergency and start and this on the track where...
19: Been. It was the fact that he was running as a Republican, sure. It's easy to call call anyone a racist. Um, the, the left has gone off the deep end on race, and... Uh, I don't know.
2: What do you think about why people are quieted to defending themselves? And the mere accusation or the mere idea that you may be called a racist keeps people's mouth shut. Is that what you're experiencing? They will
19: ruin your lives. They will come after you. (laughs) They will come after your family. They'll take your job. I mean, social media, I think, had a lot to do with this. Now, we didn't have a mob like this before. And anonymous cowards didn't have the sort of power they have. Now, social media is evil, in Uh, particular Twitter. I love Elon Musk. I think he's doing great things. But it's destroyed so many lives, and it's given us such a messed-up perception of the world. And it's it's destroying our government.
2: Oh, absolutely. But I love the fact that you wrote the book in spite of it. And I'm wondering... How did you? How did you wrap your own head around the risk you were taking?
19: Um, I didn't feel I really had anything to lose. I've always written controversial things. I still get hate tweets for one of my uh, other books called *A Matter of Breeding*. I get—I've had death threats for articles I've written on French bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you, I'm, Michael Brando? I'm not afraid of a little controversy.
2: <laughs> but you know, it's interesting, Michael. Isn't that because? I kind of take it a little deeper, right? I, I, that's the pride of achievement. You've achieved your life. You've earned your life. But you, the only way you could write this book is because you know full well you don't have a racist bone in your body, and you didn't really give a rip what anybody says about you. This is kind of why I walk around the way I do. No one is going Veronica's to... Black
19: is beautiful. I've had two black boyfriends. It has something to do with being an old white guy now. It's like I have nothing to lose. I no, can't win anyway.
2: But isn't that <laughs> how we should face... Everything is that if we're not guilty of something, why be afraid to have the argument? Not guilty of anything. I'm not going to be uh, defined by somebody who hates me from the get go because I may be a believer of the enlightenment and individualism and the rest of it. I'm not going to be categorized by collectivists. Shouldn't this be our approach to how we face the, the year 2023?
19: Well, oh, I wish that that used to be just basic common sense, but I hope so. And, and it's got to come out of the Republican side, it's not going to come out of Democrats. I'll tell you that.
2: Well, Michael, I've watched as this word has become a Trojan horse of government supremacy, is what I call it when it's collectivism, of the, whether it's socialism or Marxism or communism, it's all government supremacy like to that. me. I like that. I like that. I've watched as the word liberal has been bastardized and contorted to become a phony virtue shield, when the reality is, I'm a liberal. I don't give a People rip. they are not
19: liberals. They're not liberals. No, no. I,
2: I don't care what anybody does. I don't care at all. I just simply don't want to be responsible for it, or liable financially for it. And for that, I have now been swept into the corner of the the racists. You must have voted for Donald Trump. You're a racist. And I love that argument, because it lets me know that who I'm arguing with is an idiot, but more importantly, somebody who just wants to throw accusations than then have the debate of character. And if we could God, get back to that, that.
19: You made the right choices.
2: Yeah. Right. And I want to know how the book is doing. I know it's fairly new. Can we buy it now?
19: Oh, it's on Amazon, yeah, and uh, Barnes & Noble, and it's uh, some of the smaller independent places that picked it up. It's pretty much everywhere. Um, it's People are talking about it. So far, I've been talking mostly on, on talk radio, which is mainly conservative. It hasn't even really gotten home to the people in my neighborhood, the, the ultra-wokies. I live in Greenwich Village in New York. They don't know about it. So, so far, I haven't lost too many friends or, or work.
2: But, yeah, but, I mean, you, you stand to lose a lot because this is the arena where you made your name for lack of a better phrase even though it's it's more sophisticated than that but you've been writing for decades you've been writing for town and country you've been writing in the new yorker um so you took a big shot that the, you this may come back to cost you what you've built correct
19: for the rest of my life, it could come back to me. These things tend to. But, you know, when I when I, when I start a Twitter war, or I've started a couple, when, when things like that happen, it's good. And when they keep coming back with those hate tweets on the same date every year, for me, it lets me know that I got under their skin. I if I didn't make them think, at least I made them feel a little bit. <laughs> I love that, Michael.
2: Now, 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 you mentioned something about your other book. And I'm curious. Tell me about the other book. And... uh I, I understand it's it, it. You write a lot about uh, uh, canine culture, but tell me a little bit about the book that uh, created the problems. It's a, or it's simply called a matter of breeding. Tell me about this book.
19: Yeah, well, the subtitle is the part that caused problems because it's a, a biting history of pedigree dogs and 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 how we harmed man's best friend. How the quest for status has harmed mes, man's best friend. I give a history of dog shows and dog culture, but also this this broader uh, obsession and cult of of formal perfection and pedigree and so-called blood purity in dogs which goes back eons and i show how all that eventually worked against dogs and canine health
2: yeah so please tell me you take on the ex-stripper third wives of fat old men as they walk around on airplanes with yorkies stuffed in louis vuitton bags do you go after these ones <laughs>
19: as long as they love their dogs I don't care but um, I did do I did an interview a couple of years ago with Vice Magazine I don't like their politics but it was a funny article it was called Your Yorkie was once a killing machine
2: I love it now you know I, I'm a Boston Terrier guy and my boy Mo. Eh? died tragically a couple of years ago i have his ashes on my mantle i wish i would have cloned him although i'm against that kind of science but there's an interesting breed they bred that dog to be a fighter at the turn of the century and you can't get him to bite anything barely even food so do you That's go into they
19: came the over breeds here for, for fighting in the pits there were pit bulls
2: Yeah, and the dogs don't bite. They're the best dogs in the world. So do you go into the specific breeds, and do you talk about the virtue of adopting from shelters? What what is your approach, and how did you raise such ire where you got a death threat? This is what's fascinating me.
19: Well, Boston Terriers have a long history, and they can be tough. I mean, but uh, I... I got into trouble. I did. A, I did a cover story for the Village Voice in 2015, the year that book came out, and I pissed off a lot of people. And, and I, I called a woman a thing I shouldn't have called her. Yeah, she was being a jerk, and she reported me to the National Organization of Women. Now I'm on their official misogynist. S-H-I-T list.
2: <laughs> well, I love the fact that you've followed it up with a book about race, which means you're pretty much going to be on the other list. But one thing is for certain, I'm interested in the way you you write. I have, fo- I have read a few of your articles, and I find it very interesting, very provocative. I like your position on things, and I'm looking forward to going through the new book. Of course, if I like it, I'm going to contact you again, and I'm going to make you sign one. Um, but I love it. What's the problem now? Black grievance and white guilt. And I want to thank you very much, Michael Brando. I
19: appreciate it, Sean. Thank you.
2: Yes, and when I first saw your name, I said, I want to pronounce it right, because if it's Michael Brando, they're going to think it's uh, Marlon Brando's kid, the one who shot Beretta's wife. I don't want him to think I had him on.
19: Actually, my next-door neighbor is his niece, but that was a pure coincidence.
2: (laughs) Oh, I love See, Greenwich Village. It's alive. In the meantime, you try to stay alive, because when they get a load of this, you're going to be in trouble. Michael Brando, thank you so much for making time for me. I appreciate you.
19: Thanks, Sean. Thank you.
2: We'll be back with your calls and comments.
0: This is The Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. All
2: right, we got time for a couple calls. 312-642-5600. All right, get in on
14: Sean, thank you so much for taking our call. I got something real important to report to you. Oh, boy. Listen. This situation over there in the
10: White House with the, you know, the, the bag of snow, the white bag, okay? Yeah. The otherwise, a.k.a. the uh, Biden regime uh, feed bag. Okay, now here's
5: why. Yeah, now here's why we got the verdict back from the Secret Service. What this
10: shows, beyond a shadow of a doubt, is that now we know what the secret of the Secret Service is.
2: They are in the service of the scum, Wow. Period, exclamation and end of story. They've been doing this You're for, saying? come on, they've been doing this for 200 years. That's what they do. But now we've now we got a beautiful prime example of how they're taking, how low they go. Oh, crap! the it? examples only matter to people who find it offensive to be a crook. See, this is what you have to come to a realization. There isn't going to be a silver bullet where somebody who has been voting for the organized syndicate, known as the Democrat Party, is ever going to pull their head out of their ass. They're hoping to get in the mafia. See, when they hear this moron, Al Green, who looks like uh, Maxine Waters with a better barber, when they hear him promise a new bureaucracy, they become titillated. Because what they hear is what you should hear. Billions of dollars of theft, once again, in a bureaucracy.
3: Establishing a Department of Reconciliation, here's what this department would would do. Here's what it would allow us to do, to have a Secretary of Reconciliation, just as we have a Secretary of Commerce.
2: Outside of the Pentagon, which has stolen from the American taxpayer, stolen $6 trillion that they cannot account for in, for the last 20 years, the Department of Housing and Urban Development has stolen half. How many departments cannot account for the money they give? What Al Green, who is ironically supposed to be a a guardian of the people's money, advocates for more theft. And what these constituents are, number one, are morons, clueless morons. But they're in need of a payoff. They're in need of some of this phony money. That's why every time a Democrat wants to get elected, what do they promise? Infrastructure! Infrastructure and spending. Because the mafia's in on the scam.
3: Just as we have a secretary of education, just as we have a secretary of labor, a secretary
2: whose job it would be to wake up every morning. Oh, you are so fracking stupid. I can't even hear the rest of the clip. You stupid. With conciliation. What? Concilia- conciliation. There it is, you freaking moron. And what do these bureaucracies really look like? Well, let's go to one that failed the American people for three years that pretended to be involved in science and medicine. She was making it up, the dimwit, with her girlfriends over a latte.
10: Did the CDC work with private companies to influence a censorship of dissent about vaccines?
4: Um, you know, that topic is one that is under litigation in the court, so I will not be speaking to that.
2: This is, eh, listen to her, like a 20-year-old dropout from Kylie. Eh, I gotta hear it again, you frackin' Valley girl, Moron Walensky.
10: Did the CDC work with private companies to influence a censorship of dissent about vaccines?
4: Um, you know, that topic is one that is under litigation in the court, so I will not be speaking to that.
2: Hear that? Hear that exhale? Like she's one of those dingbat housewives on, on, on the cable channel? Like a Kardashian friend? Like some tramp who filled uh, her, her qualifications as she's related to a hotel? She sounds like, what's her name? Paris Hilton. You moron. Recently, Meta
10: CEO Mark Zuckerberg said that during the COVID-19 pandemic, the establishment kind of waffled a bunch of facts and then asked for a bunch of things to be censored that, in retrospect, ended up being more debatable or true. Did the CDC work with Meta, or I like to call it Facebook still, to censor or otherwise alter any post?
4: Here's what I can tell you. The most important thing that has gotten us out of this pandemic, I think, is our vaccine and how well they work.
2: See, what she has is the arrogance of entitlement and ignorance. Because if this was a meritocracy and the government actually had to produce results, every fracking department would be eliminated and defunded. And we could start with this one. Because this moron, this political whore, turned over her authority to the World Health Organization anyway. What the frack do we need a CDC for? Riddle me that, Joanne. Hello? Hi.
13: Okay. I'm calling because the one thing I can't get is carpentry workers. If we were going to do anything in high school, I'd like to see our kids be forced to learn carpentry and engineering I hire one today. Joan, Uh, Joan,
2: listen, you sound like a wonderful woman. But you've got kids right now that want to sue schools if they call a cross-dresser by the wrong sex. You think you're going to get some kid that wants to learn how to work a saw or a hammer? Those days are gone, kid. The good news is you lived when boys were boys and girls were girls and men wanted to work. You lived in that time. When you were in these Democrat sewers... The guys in the school today, you think they want to work? The ones that do go out and sell drugs and shoot people. The other ones fill out job applications for the Democrat Party and the government. Joan, at least you can reflect and remember when America was America and men were men, women were women, and bureaucracies and scam artists were frowned upon.
3: On his or her mind. And that secretary would have undersecretaries, just as we have undersecretaries in the Department of Labor and Commerce, we're all day long.
2: They think of reconciliation. What the hell is reconciliation? That's money for nothing. Because you're entitled to something for nothing. Education,
3: undersecretaries that would have various aspects of reconciliation. More
2: money, more money. With. Give me that clip. And from reconciliation would TV be show. broader more than money. the enslaved people. Enslaved reconciliation people? Reconciliation would also... You mean we're going to go back to Saudi Arabia where they still have slavery or Africa? where they still have slavery, more slaves now in Africa than when the Americans now that want reparations, more than when they were enslaved. And nobody in America, nobody's responsible for that. 400 years. But Al Green wants reconciliation. You know why? I don't think he's getting any of the royalties from that song. Include others with whom we have not reconciled.
3: We need to reconcile. We have not reconciled. How many times did
2: he say reconciled in the last 20 seconds? Now ask him if he knows what it means, this stupid son of a dog. He's Sean Thompson.
0: Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer.
2: You know, in a way, it's funny to watch these idiots scramble. The problem is so many idiots are buying it. But uh, the good news is there's always going to be good people to put up fights. In my opinion, these are two good people. In ha- full disclosure, I haven't heard the entire clip. My man Squirrel is on top of things, baby. This is Tucker Carlson and Vivek Ramaswamy.
1: Maybe January 6th, while appalling on one level, maybe it was not an insurrection. So let me, let me talk about it.
10: I haven't, I haven't talked about this much in the campaign. I'll be very honest with you.
2: You want to know what? I hate that. I, I, I absolutely just say what you got to say. And as far as appalling, do you ever see anybody get cheated in a card game in Melrose Park? January 6 wasn't appalling. The only thing that was appalling was when the copper shot the innocent 120-pound girl in the neck, killed her, assassinated her. I think he got an award for that, but he was a Democrat.
10: Caused January 6th. There's such a temptation to say that there's one man whose name is unspeakable. We can't. No, first of all, it's QAnon. it's QAnon. It's QAnon. It's QAnon.
2: Ashley Babbitt, is that the You thing? want to know
10: what caused January 6th? is pervasive censorship in this country in the lead up to january 6th you tell people in this country they cannot speak that is when they scream
2: i like that Vivek. but there was also the other thing he stole it 81 million people never voted for this wrinkled ass dimwit same people that rejected him in 87 rejected him out their kids rejected him everybody knows what joe biden is
10: you tell people they cannot scream That is when they tear things down. And so the reality is, we were told that you could not question where the virus came from when we all knew it came from a lab in Wuhan, which now they admit. We were told that you could not send a private message to someone on the eve of an election That Hunter Biden's laptop story was actually a true story worth considering before an election. You were systematically suppressed. So this is, think about this. You told you had to be locked down, had to take a vaccine that was mandated and forced down your throat, stay locked down in your home while Antifa and BLM roam and burn the streets of this country. So that's the lead up of one full year of telling people you have to shut up, sit down and do as you're told. And then you tell them, okay, there's an election where you didn't get the information that you needed, such as the Hunter Biden laptop story being real and suppressed. That's what caused January 6th, is a cycle of censorship in this country. And until we look ourselves in the mirror and admit truth on that, we will not move forward as a country. And I think that's the real cause. And, we're not, and I'm sorry to say this, Tucker, but I think until we reckon with that reality, I worry that that is the beginning of it's a friendly parley compared to what's to come unless we step up and speak truth restore integrity and actually lead us to who we are as a people rather than sweeping the truth under the rug
2: that's why he's my pick unequivocally but there's first of all he's right because you got guys like me who have denounced their consent to be governed by a government so corrupted that it allows this political whore This asset of the communists and the oligarchs in Ukraine who have stolen our money. And now our kids will come back in body bags. They've been hiding it anyway. We've been fighting there since the very beginning, you crooked rat bastards.
9: President Zelensky is under fire for corruption. A new report says he embezzled
21: the aid money.
2: Yes, he did. Because he's a thief and an oligarch and a fraud.
21: The wife of a Ukrainian politician has been caught allegedly smuggling 28 million dollars and 1.3 million euros in cash.
2: Another oligarch in Ukrainian government. Ukrainian prosecutors
0: say they've arrested the head of the country's Supreme Court over an alleged bribery case a day after releasing these photos that appear to show stacks of
2: American hundred dollar bills lined up on a couch. And they were stealing when Joe Biden could remember his address.
6: Convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev. And uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk. That they could kiss my ass too, whore.
9: So a lobbying firm linked to Hunter Biden is now under federal investigation, according to a brand new report. That firm is called Blue Star Strategies. It is now facing
2: scrutiny over work that it did for one. You too, Karen Trapamanta, whatever your name is, you dog face pony soldier, as Biden would call you in my neighborhood, you just be called a dog.
9: Clients, a Ukrainian energy company you've probably heard of, it's called Burisma. We know that the president's son previously served on its
2: board. So let's... You know who else knew this? The FBI, who took the computer and hid it and protected it, forever bothering Italians. Why don't you bother that dog, Trapamontano, Tom in Blue Island. Hey,
0: Sean Dittos, you know something, obviously, I know you know, it's going to be lost
14: in everything in january 6th you know there's trump's speech and there the riots There was supposed to be a robust debate that day over election integrity and fraud that had gone on. And the Democrat scum knew that if they orchestrated this, that the Republican cowards would fold and they folded, brother.
2: Yeah, well, no, you mean mean Mike Pence? No, he was with his wife and she told him to validate the election that was virtually... How could you even validate that election? I mean, everybody knew what that was. We have put together, I think, the most
6: extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. But that's okay. Because
2: Ukraine, Lloyd Austin and Raytheon and John Kirby, whatever, CIA assets, they got exactly what they wanted.
5: Now back to the European continent and this uh, uh, this announcement by the Pentagon. I think it's important to keep this in context. We've already increased uh, by 20,000 the number of troops that we have on the European continent and by- not
2: $1. not one drop of American blood. That's what my offer is to the former Soviet Union. Both of them. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and
0: individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer.
2: I <laughs> think there's anything
10: wrong with that.
2: Like a Ukrainian lobbyist on Friday, Woo, and 400 million that we noticed, rat bastard took. He's not spending it on clothes. Of course, I heard there's a lot of Porsche sales. Oh, a lot of Porsche. It's the only business in Kiev really thriving. That and then the the place that sells band aids and whatnot. John Garfield Ridge.
10: Hey, Sean. Happy Friday, brother. Thanks for taking my call.
2: Happy Friday. You know, when this is all over, I know you, you live in Chicago. You got to stay there. You might want to buy a place in Kiev. I think the future for Kiev, after we go in and start spending our money and rebuilding, you bring like a Johnny's beef there, you're going to do phenomenal. I think you should go there. You'll do much better than uh, where you are now.
10: Well, you send me 125000000000 billion. I'll at least wear a suit and tie. How yeah. about
2: that? <laughs> well, you put a shirt on this idiot? Yeah, I like that. Thank you very much. What do you got?
10: I tell you you know there's not many sequels out there that are as good as the original but Kamala does San Francisco has got to be <laughs> every bit as good as Debbie does Dallas yeah
2: I'm going mean, to tell you what you go no back other
10: explanation whatsoever for someone this stupid and dim-witted getting herself all the way to number two in the country
2: it'll make sense to you John when you do your research and you find out who Willie Brown is Willie Brown was the Mike Madigan in San Francisco he's 60. She's 27 years old. The wife knew about it. I don't care. I mean, you want to talk about just low rent people. Hey, low rent people. Cream Puff Jim's been kissing their ass for decades. You like the taste of that Democrat ass, don't you? It, how's my credit?
14: If I came in for a couple of snowgies, do I have to show you my pencil check the last time? You I come
2: on in there. Don't worry. I give you the first one for free. I charge you triple for the second.
14: Go ahead. <laughs> right. I was going to say, I was thinking about 30 years ago, the old bit for uh, Kaiser Pree and Scott, when I, before yeah, they sold out, it was you know a couple lines. The last line was, I came from a long line of successful thieves. Yeah. Yeah. When you when you think about it, that's the, the Daly's family crest, no, isn't it? I but think about think about the earth itself. My have stolen all the goods. Yeah, and, and I mean everything's been stolen. Every I and mean,
2: look at and look at wage theft. I mean, wage theft Wage theft is only perpetrated by union fat asses in their roadmasters. No, no, That's no, wait, wage wait, wait, theft. Wait, wait, wait. Get the hell wait. out of here. You see, this is how these Democrats justify Everybody's a thief, so let's be a better thief, right? And it's the same scam. That's why they go along with it. They really do go along with it for that reason and no other reason. Uh where's the clip of Mother Earth? I know it's somewhere. Find that for me. squirrel. Robert Bloomingdale.
14: Hey, Sean, I want to talk about Cocaine Gate. This is pretty interesting how they found insignificant evidence to go any further with the the Cocaine Gate that showed up in the White House. Gee, I wonder how it got there. You know what, Robert? You're a
2: good guy. You don't understand who you're dealing with. Do you not know a Democrat? Am I the only one that ever was around Democrats? They're the scum of the earth, man. They don't care. This is not a big deal to them. Coke and dope and gambling and thievery and fraudulent money run through a municipal project. It's how they make their money, man. This doesn't mean anything to to them. This is just what took you so long to figure it out. All of you, I know, came from outside on this very, very hot day.
1: Mother Earth is screaming.
2: Mother Earth is screaming. She's screaming, get rid of the Democrats if she's screaming anything. Look what you people did to her. And you're determined to blow her up.
1: Because Mother Earth
2: is being choked by carbon
1: emissions, and the reality is we are at an emergency state already.
2: In- <laughs> carbon emissions. You got these idiots blowing up three continents. These fracking lying down. They're okaying cluster bombs. And at the same speech, they turn around and they pretend to give a rip about the climate. I mean, not everybody's stupid enough to think Kamala Harris is qualified. That's the beauty when I hear you talk. I know how you got the job, and I have you pictured just looking for your underpants.
4: I want to thank you for your leadership and your partnership.
2: What am I going to tell my boyfriend when I get home with no underpants? Same thing I'm going to tell my wife when I find them in the backseat of my car.
4: In taking on one of the most urgent matters of our time. Yeah. This climate crisis.
2: I know I had a on when I got in the car. All right, have a good weekend. Keep your head on a swivel. If you're in Chicago and there is a Hyundai, a Kia, or a Jeep speeding at you, they're not going to stop. Get out of the way. It's a Chicago public school honor student, also known as a failure who can't read. Can't figure out what that stop sign says. We'll be back. You keep your head on a swivel. Now remember, we win in the end. You can go to a Republican-run area and hide out for a while. But always remember, we're Americans. Cue the music, squirrel.
5: Star-Spangled
19: Banner
2: That's how you know we're going to win. We're Americans. Have a safe weekend. And if you're in Chicago and you hear a lounge begging, 4th of July is over. Serpentine. Serpentine. See you on Monday. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night